0: Welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast, the place to be to learn how to get anything you want, whether it's more money, more customers, or even to get your kiddo to go to bed on time or your spouse to help with the laundry. I'm your host, Kendrick Shope, and welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast. Welcome to the Kendrick Shope Show. It is Boss Lady Monday, although we're going to have to change it because it's not just boss ladies that we're having on here. We're having on some some boss men. So maybe it's boss Monday that doesn't quite have the same ring to it as Boss Lady Monday. I have missed you all. So I've been launching sales school, which we do once a year and we don't do the Kendrick Shope Show during that time. But we're back. We're back here through the end of um, uh, October, early November. So I am so excited to be with you all here today, and to have Fabien Raphael here. That sounds so very French. Is it French?
1: It is French. French is my first language, actually. No way! Yes. Do you speak French? By the Bonjour, mademoiselle. Wow, vous parlez français?
0: Ah, uh, un petit parler français, not very well. <laughs> I like That's to so think. That, I like to think that I je parle pas français, but not very well. <laughs> that's great Um, my my mother speaks fluent French so I'm not sure how I ended up only speaking very choppy French but anyway I'm working on it
1: well great I love that I love your accent by the way
0: thank you so much so Fabian for anybody who is new to you here in in our universe tell everybody what you do
1: oh well first of all I'm Fabienne Raphael, as you pronounced it perfectly. I'm an online business consultant, speaker, and podcaster. And what I do, I help experts transition from an unfulfilled corporate career to a thriving online business coaching.
0: So tell me, I love this because I think that that's one of the reasons so many people get into the online world in general, right? Is is they're so unfulfilled, they're looking for more in a corporate career. So tell me, sorry, I'm all twisted. Tell me here. If, if, if someone's watching, what are some key indicators, if you will, that they're in a career, either online or corporate, where they're feeling, un, where it's unfulfilled? What, what kinds of things would they be experiencing?
1: I would say that whenever you wake up in the morning, like you dread the day. Uh, as if you're not feeling comfortable into like attacking the day or anything like that. And it's not happening like just one day. It ha- it's happening like a few days or a few months in a row. So therefore, it means that your motivation might not be there. Of course, it could be a problem with your energy, but it could definitely be the thing that um, you don't feel that uh, this is what you need to be doing. Another thing in, let's say, in the job world would be that you're job hopping. It's as if whenever you start something new, you're all excited about it. And then after a few months, you're already bored and you're looking for the next challenge. So that would be an indicator also. I would say also in your personality, the type of person that you are, uh, if you tend to always be a leader doing something or showing stuff to people, like if you're in a job or in sports and you're always taking the lead and explaining and coaching people and showing and sharing your knowledge, then I would say that you have that tendency to be able to have something on your own and influence people for yourself.
0: And so it's interesting because a couple of the things you you mentioned here, I can remember feeling, I was not a job hopper, so to speak, but I wanted to job hop. So <laughs> I wasn't even brave enough to go from job to job because I had a really good job, but I was always like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want Like all the things that I have wanted to do. And, yeah. and I now look back and realize, Actually, I was trying to fill a hole with something that wasn't the answer, right? Like, I kept thinking, well, it's the job, it's the job, it's the job. It wasn't necessarily the job. I could have gone to any sales job, and I still would have been unfulfilled. It was the entire occupation. I needed a complete career change. There's a difference, right, between changing jobs and changing careers.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, changing... I would say that changing job is like you do the same thing, but for another company and then changing careers, like you shift your purpose. It's not exactly the same thing. Let's say you used to be, I don't know, a consultant in a firm. And then all of a sudden, while you want to help people with something you went through as a big challenge and you want to accompany people in that, and you start your business coaching with that, then, then it's, it's something else.
0: Is there and and the, and I've always wondered this: Is there a specific industry in corporate America that you see a lot of people leaving from to start their own business?
1: Oh, I would I not say that. I no, I, I nope. haven't seen a a trend or something like that. But what I would say is a trend is that it's as if people have that wake up call. Um, most it, it's funny because a lot of people that that come to me for coaching are either in their 40s, close to their 40s or 50s. And it's as if they're having a midlife crisis, realizing what they've been doing uh, all that time. And is it really what they want to do forever? Is that their true purpose? And wondering like, what were their old dreams? What they really wanted to accomplish and then switch and decide to, wait a minute, I'll do that for myself for once and I'll go forward with starting my business. Yeah.
0: And so let's talk about the people, you 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 brought up an interesting, interesting point when you said you wake up kind of dreading the day every day. And so yeah. is there a difference between, oh, I, it's Monday, I don't want to go to work, and oh my gosh, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I don't want to go to work. Like, is there a difference?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely there is, because like, dreading Monday, well, first of all, yeah. Dreading Mondays is like, it, it's a big thing. We always say that Mondays we dread them or anything, but, but the thing is like when it, when it's day after day, after you set like you said, well, it's completely different because it means that there's nothing that sparks you. Like yeah. there's nothing you're looking forward to. And, yeah. and that's a problem because eventually it will have an effect not only on yourself, but people that surround you. So either at, at the job or in your family, you'll be more grumpy, impatient. You won't be your whole self because you'd be kind of frustrated because life is not happening the way you want it. And, and you will eventually feel that you need to do that move.
0: We call that in, in sales, in, it, actually in authentic selling, we call that the creep. Like TLC, <laughs> so what creep? Yeah, it's like, how does your your negative experience in life creep out and a touch yeah. or affect other people that you come into contact with your family, your friends, your coworkers? we call that the creep. So yeah, yeah it's, I, I think that that's really important that it's not really just about you people. Sometimes I, I think I thought for a long time that leaving my stable corporate career was selfish. And actually, in hindsight, it might've been selfish to stay because I was, the creep was happening. I was a much, I'm a much happier individual and a better mom and a better everything because I made that leap. Do
1: you see that often? Yeah. And then you, you said that you felt as if you were selfish in your job, but then I would tell you that, um, even if people, first of all, they want to start their business for themselves but we don't have to forget that they influence people with what they're teaching and showing others. So when they take that, when they extract that energy from themselves and think about all the people they could influence with their expertise, gift, talent, then it becomes something else. It becomes you changing the world one person at a time.
0: Yeah. I love that. So let's talk about the person who is sitting here today or, or perhaps catching this on, on a replay and saying, okay, look, this, this may be me. I'm going to raise my hand. I got some of these symptoms. I'm not loving work Monday through Friday. I'm job hopping. I'm, I'm, mm, yeah, I, I, I'm, this is me. What's the first step?
1: Hmm. I would say the first step is, and then I don't want to sound like as if I'm salesy, Well, see, we're an authentic selling community, but I would say get the right guidance. Um, I remember when I started my first business, uh, you know, as entrepreneurs, you just want to rule the world and uh, just do it all on yourself and try stuff and do mistakes and all of that. And I also remember the first time I hired a coach and I remembered, oh my God, I should have done that so much earlier. I would have avoided so much energy, time, uh, money, uh, mistakes, and all that stuff. So that's what I would say. Go out and read about it. Like follow several people that want to get you from where you're at to where you want to go and then make your choice of who you want to connect to and go on a call with them and see if they're right. If they're the right person to help you, because this is the best way.
0: What type of guidance should, should someone be looking for? So let me, let me, let me prep. Let me give you a little bit of of information. Let me dig a little bit deeper into that. So Mm -hmm. I think that they're all, they're all different kinds of coaches and experts out there. You know, somebody to help you find your, your your passion in life, somebody to help you find your true calling, somebody to help you find your next job, somebody to help you game plan the steps from corporate to business. Like mm-hmm. what, kind, let's say the person is like, I'm dreading job. I'm job, dreading my job. I'm job hopping. I want to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to start. What kind of guidance should they be looking for?
1: then I think that type of person should go for a business coach guidance, like someone that will take them from where they at, having still this job and maybe starting something on the side to start with, to see how they feel comfortable having that new business of theirs. And if they feel that, yes, it's still their purpose and it's still their passion and they want to go forward with it. And eventually, well, maybe, or maybe not leave their corporate job because a lot of people still have their jobs. Well, it's not, actually hundred percent fulfilling but it helps them and they don't necessarily dread it so much and they keep their side business and yeah. they just go along with that and there's nothing wrong with that too. Absolutely. So if, if that person is really an expert knowing exactly what they want to teach or what they want to coach people on, well they're clear on that, then there's no they should go with a business coach. I'm so not talking about if they
0: don't know. What about yeah. if they're like, "Okay, I'm miserable at my job. I know I'm miserable at my job. I've been sitting here applying for jobs in the same industry, but now I'm thinking maybe I need something else." Then what kind of guidance? Because it's a different kind of guidance, right?
1: Yeah, it's a different one. Um, there are also people that are experimenting, um, let's say, mental blocks or uh, self-limiting beliefs, or they they might need something in their mindset just to unlock really what they were um, what they were meant to do. Because some people have been in contact with other people that shut them down along the way with mm. some stupid things or mean things they've been hearing all their lives and just not remembering how they were passionate about this and that when they were younger. And then someone told them something completely stupid and then they forgot about that dream. So sometimes it's about mindset. Uh, some other time it's just about like helping the person finding what their true uh, passion is and The thing is, you don't necessarily have to have a passion. It could be something you're very curious to know more on, something that you will not be afraid of digging and reading and looking for uh, the, the, the next best thing about that topic. Then you will be a good person to help others on that too. So it doesn't necessarily have to do with passion. Sometimes it's with curiosity.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, I think that that was true for me. I I, for a long time, I kept thinking, well, I'm passionate about um, skincare, I'm passionate about makeup, I'm passionate about clothes and shoes, but I'm not an expert about that. But uh, I I just like to read about it. I could have trained myself to be an expert about it. But you know what, I was very also very curious about sales. And I happened to be an expert about sales because of Mm -hmm. of 10 years of selling. And so I kept thinking that it had to be, you know, something that I was passionate about and woke up thinking about every day. And actually, it, it doesn't. I mean, I'm extremely passionate about sales. I love it. But it wasn't the thing like, that I did in my spare free time for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't me reading my copy of Elle magazine, which I love to do, and I, I love sales too, I'm not saying that, but I kept looking for fireworks and hearts and, and you know what? Actually, I had all the skills I needed right, right there just to create a, a, create a business that I love. Does hey, that make yeah. sense?
1: It does make sense, and I would also add uh, Kendrick that um, you bring all your personality into your branding. So that you is. always wear those high heels, like you're always well dressed and you have that makeup, right? So you show people and in your community, the thing about the high heel, put your questions under the high heel. It's part of you, you brought that into your business, but it, it, I guess it makes it more fun to do that. Yeah. And I
0: think that that's one of the mistakes that a lot of people make is they think, well, I really enjoy this, but I, but, but I, but I am going to talk about this for whatever reason. And so that's what I've always tried to do is figure out how to mesh it. So I get to do both, you know? And so, yeah, I love that. So let's talk about you for a minute. So we're on this spectrum. So we've talked about somebody at corporate who does, has no clue what they want to do. We've talked about somebody who's, who's miserable in their, in their job who knows exactly what they want to do. Where do you fit into this spectrum of experts that they could hire?
1: Okay, so I work with people that know exactly what their experts at. So someone that is had their jobs and dreading going to their jobs, but not necessarily dreading it like all the way, but wanting to do a shift and wanting to express their true purpose and influence the world with their gift. So when I come in place, well, the person tells me, well, I'm very good at this. My expertise is this, and I want to make some money out of that so I can earn the money that I'm worth, right? Right. So that's where I I come in. So, my zone of genius is to take your talent, your expertise, your gift, and package that with everything that you are as a person, the prior experience that you had, to bring it into like this great offer that you can offer to your potential clients. And then I help them, of course, finding where that client is and how to communicate with them. And then finally, get a system in place for them to be able to attract the leads and convert those leads into clients.
0: I wish that all my, all my sales school students would have gone through something like that, because I think it's, it's, it's a step that skipped a lot in when people are building their business and, and I'm, I skipped it initially too. So I, you, you're so much more clear when you do that work in the beginning, you know, that work in the beginning around your prospect and around your packages and, and getting systems in place. I would have saved myself so much money if I had gone through gear one and two and three before I tried to jump up to gear five. My husband kept saying, you're, you're going to stall out because you keep trying to go to gear five before you go to gears one, two, and three. So I, I think that is so important. Where do you see people in, in, your, in your zone of genius that you talked about? Where do people typically get, n- not when working with you, but where do you see people get in their own way the most or get stuck the most?
1: I would say it's getting started. Yeah. <laughs> they're waiting to be, they're waiting to be ready. Yeah. Um, So I'm evaluating, I'm reading, uh, I'm checking online. I'm not necessarily sure. Um, I'm checking to build my website and I want to make my branding right. And I want to do some interactions on Facebook first. And I don't want to announce it too much because I don't feel ready. I'm not saying that you should be pitching yourself into doing something you're not, you're really not sure of or having no idea. But what I would say is that sometimes trying to find excuses or say, I'll wait until I'm ready this and ready that, then you will never get started. And the day that you decide that you will regret all those days that you told yourself you were not ready enough.
0: That's the truth. I agree 100%. It, it, and, and for whatever reason, you know, we, we can sell ourselves on all kinds of reasons that it's smarter to wait. Well, it needs to be professional and it needs to look like a, yeah, that that's a sign that you're scared. Yeah. Like it's yes, are- of course it needs to be professional. But if it's taking you six months to make it professional, <laughs> no. I-, I tell people all the time you get paid in experience in the beginning. Yeah. People exactly. want to come out of the gate lots of times and charge twenty thousand dollars for their packages. And I mean, who doesn't? I understand that, but you you need to get paid in experience first. Even if you're an expert, you need to get paid an experience in this industry. And you yeah. do that by just going out and trying, you know? You,
1: you, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then as we were saying, like when people wait too long, then they find even more reasons not to get started. So if they you're do. waiting, if it's been six months, then it will be five years and 10 years. And it will you'll still be at the same spot. Um, I remember a few years ago, I moved to Denmark because I was playing team handball and my dream was to go play in Europe. And I received a phone call on September and a coach called me and he's like, I saw you play. I'm interested into having you on the team. When can you come training camp has started already? And I remember telling him I'll be here in two weeks. Right. And at that job, I was still, I was at that time. I was still in a full time job and I hung up the phone. I called my boss. I gave my two weeks notice. I told my family I was leaving and I packed, I left. And of course, when I was in the plane, I was really crying. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Yes. I went to this country. I don't know anybody can't yes. speak the language. Yes. I like, what is this? And, you know, like wanting just to come back right yep. away. Yep. But it was one of the best moves I've done in my life because I haven't really taken time to think really about it. It was like on a glimpse, okay, I'll do it. And as soon as you gear your brain to do that, Like, whenever it's for starting a business or you have that goal to reach, as soon as you take that engagement, there's nothing that will stop you. I love it. That's awesome. Start your business, exactly the same thing. Like, stop thinking about what this and what if and who's going to say what. If it's for yourself, for the people that you will influence, then just go for it and things will happen for you.
0: Yeah. What a great piece of advice. What a great story, by the way. That's awesome. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) That's so cool. So
1: cool.
0: All right, Fabienne or Raphael. So, um, where can people find you? Let's say that they're like, okay, great. How do they find you, my dear?
1: Oh, they they can find me mostly on Facebook and, of course, on my website. And my website is easyfabieneraphael.com.
0: And we'll link that in the comments for, for all of you non-French speakers like me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll link that in the comments for those of you non-spellers like me, Fabiana or Raphael. Oh, I'm going to say that all day, Fabiana or Raphael. It's so <laughs> fun. Everybody say it with me. Fabienne or Raphael. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so we'll link that in the comments. Um, and you've got some great, um, some great resources with your podcast as well for anybody. Yes. Right, anybody wanting a, a little bit more advice or a little bit more, like, well, I think this is me, but I'm not sure. I'm, a, I'm afraid. Your podcast is amazing.
1: Thank you. You were on it actually. I-
0: I, I did have the privilege of being on it. It's, it's, it and, and because of that, I listened to several episodes in prep for it. And I'll have to say it really is. It's, it's an amazing resource. You do good work on there. And so anybody who's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure where I am. I'm not sure what I need. Check out Fabian Raphael's podcast because it's really good stuff. And you can, you can find it from her website. Fabian, thank you so much for dropping by. Well,
1: it was my pleasure. Thank you it was for my- having me.
0: My pleasure as well. I'm I'm gonna have to like uh get your get your cell phone number and start trying to like speak French to you. Jackie Johnstone <laughs> says you can you can practice on me anytime, but I'm always so embarrassed.
1: You shouldn't. You shouldn't. And the thing about uh, what I appreciate though is the effort when someone tries to speak French. Yeah. So I'm all ears and really trying to understand and help you out. So uh, in,
0: in, the in, imperfect is hard for me. Imperfect, passé composé. And numbers. So I was—we um, were on a Disney cruise, and the—you know—they have their names and where they're from. And the the hostess or whatever was from France. And I said, I'm going to—may I try to conduct this entire transaction in French? But it's going to be really bad French. And she's like, "Great." We were doing great until she told me how much it cost, and then I was like, "Um, Vonte um, Vonte i don't know. I'm confused." <laughs> but anyway, I was like counting in my head. You know, I was like, I- "I'm confused. Let's go back to English." So anyway. Um, For all of you all who are watching, thinking what in the world, that's how my (laughs) mind works from business to French to, you know, check out Fabienne Raphael. She is amazing. Thank you so much for dropping by. Listen, I believe in you and I believe in your business. You can do this. Get out there, get some guidance like Fabienne said and go.